Welcome to episode 20 of Drew's College Athlete Spotlight here on this Tuesday night. Myself, Drew Skyberg, here with a college athlete, Maddie Lambert, a Division Three softball player from the University of Wisconsin Stout. Maddie, how are you doing here on this Tuesday night? I'm good. How are you, Drew? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, already episode 20 here of the College Athlete Spotlight Series. So 20 college athletes, you mark that milestone and... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this. We have a lot of great stuff to chat about. We'll talk about, you know, you being a Valders alum, of course, and we'll talk about how you end up there at the University of Wisconsin Stout. So uh, let's get right into this here, Maddie. I'm going to first start, you know, I mean, this is a softball episode. So with you being a softball player, I don't think we've had a softball player yet. I think you're the first one. So kudos to you. And um I'm going to ask you, when did you start playing softball? Yes. Boom. Um, so I would have started playing probably when I was seven or eight, you know, starting in that T-ball age that everyone starts in. And then I just kind of worked my way up. So it's been <laughs> 13 years-ish, 10, 12 years. Okay. So. There you go. So were you playing like um, peanuts, it was called, right? Were you doing that or were you, did you start, did you just go right from T-ball to softball? I went T-ball to modified. There was no baseball. Modified. Okay. Yeah. No, no baseball. All right. Wanted mm-hmm. to check because there's a, I mean, that you've seen, we've seen that path for college yeah. softball players before. So yeah, that's common. I, I guess going through that then, um, you know, when, when did you, when would you say you like fell in love with softball, right? Was it, was it something right, right from the start? Was it, how'd that go through? Um. So I think when I actually started loving the game and putting time into it would have been my second year of junior fast pitch. Um, Jeff Valeski was my coach, so I really enjoyed having him him as my coach, and I really enjoyed the girls, and that kind of was a turning point for a career, my career because then he kind of focused me on pitching more instead of playing all the all the areas, and it was, yeah, kind of a turning point for me. And then would you say, I guess, what grade was that? What, what level would you, was that for you? Um, probably would have been 7th or 8th grade. Yeah, I would say that. 7th or 8th grade is when you would say – all of the game kicked in and then from there, okay, so seventh and eighth grade, I guess you go then, right, go from there to high school. Um, would you say, you know, uh, with, with going transitioning there, high school or middle school, high school, would you say um, going through that, were you looking to start playing just softball? Like, were you looking, like, I'm talking about club, basically. Were you, was club something um, – that you started doing your freshman year for softball or when did that kick in basically? Um, club. I started in middle school as well. Um, I started playing for class A club teams my sophomore year. So that was when it kind of picked up a lot more. And then just your class B team that was around the area. I started traveling to other teams more and tournaments were out of state. And so it kind of picked up my sophomore year club ball wise. Okay. So I guess those class B teams, you said you started in middle school then, right? We talked yep. about, yeah. And is that was that like a Lakeshore team? What was that team? Yeah, that was Lakeshore Rise. I played a good three, okay. four years there before I, did, I left. Did you start that in seventh grade when you started falling in love, or was that something you started before even? I would think that was seventh grade, yeah. Okay, I'm so it was one it was with that range. That's why I was yeah. trying to hit on I'm not yep. trying to go all over the place, but okay. Yeah. So yep. you, you started falling in love in seventh, eighth grade, and then you started playing club there with mm-hmm. as a result, and then we move of course to high school. You get into club A. Can you uh, hit on what team that was? 
Um, so I kind of moved around. I played on Bats Academy in Mequon, Wisconsin, and then I played for the Mizuno Hawks in Illinois, and then I finished off my high school playing for GTS in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Elkhorn, okay. So you, mm-hmm. oh, you, you did move around. A lot of trades, mm-hmm. a lot of free agency, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, which experience out of those three, you know, would you say, you know, stood out the most for you? Which which one was it? Um, Probably GTS, just because it was my last year and a half yeah. of softball, and I really enjoyed that team, so. Okay, now I'm going to ask kind of a, an interesting, kind of just off topic, kind of, kind of there, but always about the COVID year. I mean, we've talked with many athletes here on it recently regarding more about cross country, but I guess for you especially, you know, doing a lot of tournaments and stuff with, with the, the club teams, right, two club teams, that's certainly a lot um how did COVID affect you were you able to um did you use it more as time to of course work on your game I guess with like no tournaments really like what what was the plan I mean what was the game plan yep so I remember high school being canceled because of COVID my junior year so we did a lot of training for my club ball team in the early stages and then I know once COVID was kind of through the air and it was, we were starting to figure things out with COVID, we actually traveled to Oklahoma for a tournament. And that was like super exciting for us because we finally got out of the house and we finally could play some real softball instead of hitting balls off a tee in your backyard. So yeah, that was really exciting. Yeah. But overall, were you able to just use that as great time then to get ready? Yeah. You know, yep. lots, of, lots of individual work and working on stuff that needed to be fixed and a lot of yep. bullpen sessions. It sounds like awesome. Yes. Great to hear. I want to touch on kind of more of that middle school, high school transition, you know, even with club ball, I guess more of a training program, I guess going through, cause it sounds like, of course, when you go club a, right. You mentioned uh, a lot more, you know, season around like season long, year long softball. It's not just right. Spring. Now it's, you know, spring, summer, fall, a little bit, even in the winter. So right. um, yeah. I guess how, how did that end up transitioning in terms of like training? I guess how much, how much, how many pitches were you throwing a week probably like throughout the year? I mean, that's a lot of pitches. Um, so it was tough because when I trans- transitioned to GTS from Rise, I was battling my torn ACL for the first time. So that added a lot more training and I had to stay- take a step back from softball. So that made it a lot more difficult. So at the time there was not much softball training, but as it went on, I was probably throwing five, six, seven times a week for about an hour, throwing a lot of pitches. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the torrent tour ACL um, talking about that. And I believe that first one, right. Basketball was the, yeah. yeah. Was the was. second one. The second one was softball, right? Yeah. I may ask. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, well let's talk more about like that first one, I guess uh, playing basketball, right. You played till your sophomore year, correct. Yep. Um, where was that? Cause after you, after that sophomore year, right. You were, you were done playing basketball, right. It was more just softball, right. Wasn't that kind of yeah. like, focus after yeah it happened my freshman year of basketball and then I tried to play sophomore year volleyball and I kind of realized that I wanted to not play as many sports and focus more on softball just for my knee's sake so that kind of put me to basketball manager and not as much as a player and things like that okay yeah and that ended up of course letting you focus more on softball as well Mm -hmm. because instead of you know putting in all that physical activity for practices, games, you're still there able to support the team, of course, but able right. to focus more on, you know, what, what you said was sport. You fell in love with softball. So right. I do want to one, I just talking more than like training too. I guess like with the, with the club teams, how much were you practicing? Cause I mean, you mentioned what a team in Illinois, 
uh, Elkhorn. I mean, that's that's just that's not right in the backyard of the Lambert household. I guess mm-hmm. how how did that end up working about? I mean, where were you guys practicing? How far was the drive? Um, so when I joined the team in Illinois, we were right in the dead center of tournament season. So thankfully there was not many practices. I think I went to two practices where I had to go to Illinois, but it was like Saturday morning. So it wasn't the end of the world. Um, but for my team in Elkhorn, they usually were Tuesdays and Thursday nights and I would leave right from school and I would drive through Milwaukee and all the way down to Elkhorn and I'd practice for two hours and I would drive all the way back that night and get home and do my homework. And then we usually would have a practice Saturday morning. Um, I remember having like 6 a.m. practices Saturday morning. So I'd have to get up at 3, 3.30. My parents would drive me down there for the practices. It was, it was, it was commitment, but it was worth it. See, uh, I love, I love asking these questions. Cause I mean, these are the stories we don't hear. I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody would have known Maddie Lambert's getting up Saturday morning, 3.30 a.m. Her seat was a senior year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. A senior year. Cause I mean, you mentioned being the last squad, you know, that's, that's dedication right there, I guess, <laughs> kind of with, with the club club team um, and just overall with your high school seasons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, would you say you had like a moment where uh, it hit you that you could compete at the next level? Was there ever, you know, like you were exploring college with the club or even high school ball? Um, It was tough. So my sophomore year, I had a – it was my comeback year for my ACL. So it was a pretty good season. So kind of after that year and transitioning into club ball over the summer, I was really starting to pick up and get the training and be able to compete at that level. So at that point, it was kind of when I started to look into colleges and look into like recruiting profiles online and stuff like that. So I would say, yeah, probably my sophomore year at first only. But Okay, sophomore year was kind of where you were looking. And we're not going to go too much in the high school stats here. We got a lot to talk about, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, it's sophomore year being on varsity as well, but I guess losing the junior to COVID for high school, would you say, you know, with playing all the club stuff, it really didn't hurt you really in the college kind of recruitment thing, considering a lot of the club, right? The club ball you were involved in, right? Right. Yeah. Was, um, I guess for in terms of like recruiting, I guess, or like with club ball, did it ever interfere with school ball or was it pretty, you know, no, it never really, no, it was just pretty much weekends and occasionally practices. But for club ball, they usually gave us off during the school season just for that reason. So as, that yeah, nice. as I hoped, right? I mean, that's yeah. Sam basketball even. Right. As yeah. well, but okay. Um, I wanted to now talk a little bit more. We're going to kind of talk the high school to college transition a little here. Um, we're going to first start with the recruiting process. So I guess what schools reached out? How? I'll just start with that question. Um, so universe or so stout was the first school to reach out to me my junior year. And uh, I told them no from the get go. Yeah, they kind of stepped back. So then I looked into Minnesota Moorhead. I looked at UW Parkside. Um, Is Moorhead, if I may ask, is that D2? Yep. Okay. Cause I I know Parkside being D2. I I wanted to see. Okay. Um, I looked into Whitewater I looked into River Falls a little bit. I believe that was pretty much it. So yeah. what's what ended up standing out then from Stout? If I may ask. Um, so the assistant coach at Stout was at a club ball tournament, and he came up to me after the game, and we just kind of talked, and um, he kind of asked me what my thoughts were in the future, and I told him I wasn't sure. And he's like, well, you should really come down for a camp and like come look at the campus. And I was like, well, I already kind of looked at the campus, and I wasn't 
too much of a fan but so i went down and i went to a camp and i looked at the campus and stuff like that and it was like a completely different store i actually enjoyed it and it was something that i could see myself being in the future and it was yeah completely different from the first time that i went down there so the facilities stood out as well right the the softball diamond and everything you know um not so much the softball oh. diamond but the stoke campus and okay camp- the campus campus was it all right all right well. yeah the, the facility it's it needs to be renovated it's it's coming <laughs> okay renovation coming will it yep. be your time hopefully or probably not i think they're starting at my senior year oh nice is, is it gonna be like a new field kind of thing or yeah so it's a new field oh. new bleachers new speaker system wow. all that stuff yeah okay so uh, school and we at conference getting a nice bump on their softball stuff for it. sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, so end up at stout, I guess I want to touch on more of the training. So how, I mean, we talked about the high school or really middle schoolish to high school to club, whatever transition level. How about the high school slash club transition in terms of training to college? How was that as a, was it, was it tough? It was, yeah, it was a transition for sure. I mean, coming into college you know it's a lot different than high school is going to be so you I mean you try to train the best you can for that but in reality you're really never going to be ready for that um so I feel like I came in in a good spot and I came in ready to show my stuff pretty much and so I think the I mean club ball I think tremendously helped school ball was nice as well but you don't obviously get as much pointers and stuff at school ball than you would at club ball but I think yeah it's it's definitely something you have to be up for it. And it's definitely something you have to enjoy if you want to put that kind of training and time into it. Exactly. And the the biggest one we always hear from is of course the cross country runners, the podcast, mm-hmm. I mean, adding that extra, that extra distance, that extra three K, right. I believe right. is yeah. what it ends up being, I guess with softball, I'm not really sure what the rule with the high school or club, what, what rules your club team is playing with or dimensions or field with, you know, all that stuff. I mean, were the field dimensions, Right, I'm, I'm gonna guess the mound is farther from home plate, right? It's, no? it's all the same for club it's all ball. All the same. And oh, club ball and college are. But what about yep. from school to college? No, right? Yep, yep that's the same. same. It's all, it's it's all, all the same. Yep. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, I was thinking, you know, with all other sports, I see we see something. Right. We see a three point <laughs> arc move back a little at college, or yeah. And sometimes, no, I mean, baseball, you'll see the fields being bigger. I'm sure the field is bigger, right? I mean, right. Outfield yeah. is fences farther back, but. Okay, well, at least you don't have that that kind of obstacle that we see in a lot of other right. sports, right? I mean, that's yeah. a plus to look at, but mm-hmm. kind of talking about, like, the roster, the team, right? I mean, right now we have last year's roster, right, I'm yep. looking at. Um, yep. A very young squad, right? Is that something you would say for the roster? Yeah, we only had four graduating seniors last year, so, yeah, we're pretty wow. young. So – kind of how did how was that going then at the start of the year last year right you come into stout right or should i say like menominee i'm gonna say stout uh you come into stout and um basically it's it's a young squad i guess what were like the expectations coming in was it just you know get ready you know um because obviously you had a role last year i mean as a freshman right in softball college level you know not every freshman has a role like you had so i guess i'm wondering you know how was that you know coming into the year and just kind of what, what was what was coach saying it was tough. Um, we had an interim head coach last year, so he kind of really relied on the four seniors and the couple of juniors that we had. Um, so those juniors and seniors really stepped up, and they they whipped us freshmen into shape. We had a big class coming in, and we, we needed it. So that was 
it was tough, but we got through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, going through a 12 and 24 finish in two and 12 overall in the WEAC. I guess um, going through it, I mean, you can see, I mean, looking through it as well, like conference play, conference play was tough, of course, for, you know, as many, right? First year, you had a lot of freshmen in the WEAC, which for Division Three is certainly a, you know, very, very good conference is the WEAC. So, yeah, I guess finishing up, you know, really year one, it would you say, you know, great experience for you and all the other freshmen, right? And even some of the other underclassmen for the stout squad. Yeah, it was definitely eye opening. Um, you don't realize how much training and stuff goes into it until you finish your spring season. And you're like, wow, I really just did this since I came here in the fall. Like it really was all my time. And yeah, and it, the WEAC is a really good conference. So our record isn't the best, but I mean, we fought for ga- many games and just didn't go our way in the end. But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely tough. Exactly. I'm, and just for those who don't know, I mean, even just these games, because I believe you fall ball, right? Fall ball is a thing for you softball players. Yep. Yep. I guess is that that's not like a standing stat thing, right? I mean, that's more of just no. like pre- we those pretty games. much play to play. Play to play. Okay. Well, yeah. for those who don't know, other than those fall ball games, which by the way, they, they do do. I mean, that's like three months, right? Two months. Yeah. So well, fall off season is yeah. Three months ish, but we really only play a couple weekends out of there. Okay. Yeah. But what, what mm-hmm. I'm hitting on is games. They go from mid February, right? They're playing, they're playing in those indoor facilities and yeah. they go until late April. So, I mean, Talk mm-hmm. about not really like the high school season. And what what day do you guys start practice, if I may ask? Is that like something right when you get back from winter break or even during winter break, you're rolling? No, it's right. It's I believe it's that first Monday, 5 a.m., right when we get back from winter break. There you so, go. Yeah. Like January start, you get good three weeks in or so. Mm-hmm. And then I can tell you, February 18th, they already got the schedule out. Very nice. Yep. Uh, 6 p.m. You guys go Mankato, right? I believe Minnesota. Bethel yep. University is opponent number one, and it's at the MSU Dome. So, I mean, playing yep. there already last year, how was it there? You know, was it? It was okay. Playing in the domes is never fun, but you know, when you're in the winter, that's turf too, right? Yep. Um, but that does actually kind of go to one of my overall softball questions we have here today. Uh, is there a favorite softball diamond? Is there one that you've played at that you're just like, I want to play there? Um. Probably Whitewater. Their their White facility Water. is just really cool. So. Whitewater Athletics. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just, you know, you will see the fanciest facilities in the WEAC. Most right. likely at Whitewater, right? But the <laughs> yep. one that stands out. Is there one from home that stands out in the EWC? Oh, um, I would have to say either Chilton or New Holstein. I was, yep. was going to say Chilton is usually the one, you know, that – Many things stand out, of course, in the EWC with like kind of the dugouts. I mean, yeah. Holstein also has like kind of the dugouts that are like in, right? I mean, it's like yeah, you gotta go down steps, right? Yeah. They kind of like try. Oh, well, I mean, you could trip on those, right? I mean, you never know. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly better than, of course, the Valders facilities. But sounds <laughs> like they are getting that. They are gonna get that done. Sounds like there's yeah, gonna be some renovations going there. Long tomorrow. overdue. Yeah. Come back and do your alumni softball game. I think they still do those. <laughs> Yeah, but um, otherwise, you know, I want to touch on, of course, teammates as well as there a teammate, you know, back home. You want to shout out teammate. You want to shout out here. Um, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, well, a teammate at home would be Julia Zabel. We did um, all of our knee therapy together and she's a hard worker and 
So yeah, um, a team out, a teammate out here. I don't have one, just the whole team. I enjoy the team. It's like having a second family. It really is. So. And with the team, is that something you know coming in to Cal? I guess were you talking with some of the players on the team before you were coming in, before you committed? Was that something in the works? Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, I'm, a main thing was us freshmen tried to get really close coming into it because that's, that's pretty big. Of course, with you with a big group of you guys as well. I mean, mm-hmm. talking with Clay last week or two weeks ago, last episode, the big thing for him because they're in a similar situation that you guys are in softball. They have a big freshman class, a lot of sophomores. And, um, you know, their goal was, you know, become really close as a team, which they they are. I mean, you can tell with Clay how passionate he was with his teammates. Certainly, yeah. it seems a similar message with some stout softball as well. Um, but, yeah, looking through the roster, because, again, I don't have really the updated. They don't really give me that uh, for next year. <laughs> but can you can you kind of explain to me more about the roster, what we can see for next year? I mean, for – um, so it'll be a really young infield from what I would assume, because we left, we lost our shortstop and our catcher and our number one starting pitcher. So that's a huge difference. Um, other than that, a couple returners, we have two or three fifth years that'll be on the field. That'll be nice. So that'll be nice. Yep. A little bit of age. Um, other than that. It's yeah. A lot of us will be getting playing time that we didn't get last year, so it'll be a transition. But I'm sure we'll That'll do be okay. some great opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. Any any transfers? Any people coming in? Any people leaving? Was there anything? No, anything? I mean we had your normal. You we had a couple of kids from my grade that just stopped playing after their freshman year. It was too okay. much for them. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll get the same with the freshman class that came in. But other than that. No, not really. No transfers. I don't know how the transfer world works for softball. I didn't, I didn't hear any of the commitments or the transfer portal news. So doesn't sure yeah. how that went about. Yep. I guess I got a few more questions here. Um, I we got we got to talk a little bit about uh, academics. I know we right yep. sports podcast. We got to mm-hmm. throw some academics in here though. <laughs> so we're, we'll talk about the major and full disclosure. Uh, but talking before the episode with you, Maddie. It sounds like you're yeah. changing your major. I mean, I'd love yeah. to hear about this. Um, so I went to a career conference a couple of weeks ago and was drawn to like hotels and tourism and stuff. But I also wanted to do like the finances because I originally was the business administration major. So I wanted to do the finances. Um, so as of late last week, I decided I'm going to double major in business administration and then also hospitality, tourism, and resort management. And then I'm also going to minor in investments and finance. So very nice, very nice finance major here. Love mm-hmm. to hear that. So, yep. um, yeah, I was going to guess where you said hotels. Like, all right, hospitality management and business yep. administration. Book it. Um, yep. Would have been would have been right. Missed out on the minor. You said that was invest. Is it investment finance? What what? That's a stout minor. <laughs> investments and finance. Investments yeah. <laughs> and finance. So they group it into one. They call it a minor. All right. Yep. Sure, works. <laughs> Whatever okay. works. So then long-term career goal with all three, a double major there and a minor, what's the game plan? Um, so I'm thinking revenue management for hotels and resorts and that such. So basically dealing with the finances for that stuff. Is that a in the state of Wisconsin kind of thing or like go back to Florida kind of thing? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm definitely open to living somewhere other than Wisconsin, but we'll have, we'll have to see. Yeah. Okay. Just wa- just wanted to check. Didn't know if that was like, you know, you were like, all right, I graduate. 
I'm leaving. Bye, everyone. So, <laughs> it's definitely possible. <laughs> possible. And, and is this something? So usually, if you see a double major and a minor, is this a you got three more years? Do you got an extra semester? How was that going to go? Um, it should be just an extra semester, but I would have been done with business the fall of my senior year. So I had I have that spring semester of my senior year for that extra semester. I so you. we should be okay, plus some like winter classes and summer classes, but it should still line up to graduating in four years. Perfect. So you can still achieve that long-term goal, the timely yep. matter. You still got some softball too. Don't forget mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I got here. We talked kind of about the schedule already. And Maddie, again, I want to thank you for coming on the episode and I want to wish you the best academically and athletically. Good luck. Thank spring. you. Thanks for having me. Of course, it was a lot of fun here, and we're right around the 25-minute mark. Perfect timing here, and that will wrap it up for Maddie Lambert and myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Tuesday night. Again, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.